0: Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Shannon Namaste, and I'm here to help you awaken your hidden talents and gifts that you're destined to share with the world. So, whether you're brand new to meditation, healing, regression, or well into your spiritual journey, this podcast will bring you the clarity that your heart has been seeking. You will hear beautiful and powerful stories from world renowned healers and global changemakers that will inspire you as you journey through your destined path. Join me as we dive in together. Hello, hello, dear ones, and welcome back to another enlightening episode of Janet Namaste, the podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I honor you for sharing your space, your time, and your heart with me during this moment in time. I am a transformational energy healer. I specialize in regression work in the Akash records and also in helping those that um, perhaps have been in free will and fate for one minute too long to help you guide you into your destiny's path. I specialize in a program called the Destiny Blueprint Program where I tune into the pre-birth plan and help a soul aligned with their dharmic path. And dharma really is um, its a word that means your soul's purpose. So I host this podcast, but I wouldn't say that my entire dharma, my soul's purpose is just to host this podcast, but rather this podcast is a medium through which I live out my purpose. And I can also say I do it through parenting. I do it through the Conscious Healers Academy. It's a school that I founded a few, actually three and a half years ago to help enlighten seekers and healers and with tools that can help them uplift the vibrations of the world. But there's so many things that we can do to utilize like an act of a medium to basically to showcase our dharma and really it's just being your unique self your unique the unique soul that you are and whatever place whatever role that you are playing at the time it's the act of being not doing when we are being when we are aligning with our soul purpose it Flows, things are in harmony. So whether we're dancing, whether we're writing a book, whether we're hanging out with a friend, whether we are studying for something, when we are in alignment with the common denominator, which is whatever our sole purpose theme is, and we get to showcase through this vessel that is our body, this case of our body, this shell that's around us, everything just starts flowing, things go into synchronicity, we end up meeting people that help uplift our vibrations that inspire us that um, can even be a catalyst of trigger but trigger in a sense is a good thing because everyone that you meet is solely contracted to help you ascend to the next level of your destiny. So welcome everyone. (laughs) And if you have been listening to this podcast, well, thank you so much. It's a great honor. My soul and my heart thanks yours truly. You can be anywhere in the world doing anything at this moment in time, but I believe that we are all vibrational beings and the resonance of my heart is speaking to yours and vice versa. So. Welcome, welcome. And also, if you are in the New York City or Florida area in the beginning of September, I will be doing live workshops. And it's going to be, the theme is all about awakening your inner psychic, which is beyond the five senses. It's a beautiful workshop and I love to teach and help everybody uncover their own claire gift and how they can best utilize it in everyday life each and every one of us has this beautiful magic wand inside of us and just knowing when and how to utilize it and allow that inner gps lead the way that's um what i love to teach in the most humbled way so without further ado i want to introduce my next guest to you and um this is a really interesting interview because it was something that i was really fascinated with which is the study of ayurveda and we have today on the show dr shivani gupta and she is an ayurvedic practitioner and expert in fusing eastern and western practices that help our bodies achieve equilibrium harmony great health, and she speaks about on the podcast about inflammation is the root cause for many health issues. So we discuss so much, and I even share about my own personal story about inflammation and about my hormonal stuff in the middle of the night, (laughs) Um, and she really has incredible advice. She's so humble. She's an incredible speaker, and I think she also has the archetype of a teacher, She's a mom and a wife and just a good old soul. When I say old soul, she really is an old soul. There's a lot of wisdom that is within her and her ability to weave in spirituality and science and marry them and bring it out in Ayurvedic sense is incredible. It's pretty, it's a, it's a gift. So join us for an incredible conversation. She is the keeper of Ayurvedic alchemy, ancient wisdom. And if you don't know what Ayurveda is, it is a system of health and healing for that derived from India and it illuminates an entirely different way of being in our bodies. And she will share how Ayurveda ties together our dosha, which is our individual mind-body constitution, the five elements, circadian rhythm, and ancient self-care practices. And I think you're gonna enjoy this conversation. You're gonna get a deeper knowing and knowledge and her wisdom really will help you align with mind, body, spirit. She has a dosha quiz on her site, which I'll put that everything, all of her information, she has so much information, it's beyond. <laughs> it was a lot a lot of um, knowledge that she just um, freely shares, which is incredible, and, but her website is shivanigupta.com. And she actually is based out in Miami, so when I go down there in, in a few weeks, I'll have um, the great honor, hopefully, to share wonderful space with her and her wisdom. So enjoy this podcast. I know you love you will love it as much as I loved speaking with her. And if this truly inspired you and opened up your heart space and put a smile on your face, or if you have like an aha moment while you're listening, please do share it with a friend. Please share it with someone that you think that would really benefit. For we are here to truly share our knowledge, one heart at a time, in the most humbled way. So, without further ado, may I introduce to you Dr. Shivani Gupta. Enjoy the show. And welcome to the show, Dr. Shivani. Such a pleasure having you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I've been wanting to speak to you about the doshas and Ayurveda and about the circadian rhythm and women's bodies and metabolism for such a long time, because I am really at that prime age, you know, that is that many, many women may think it's taboo or um, embarrassing, but in reality, it's part of maturity. And when I connected with you a couple of weeks ago, and mentioned to you about what I was going through of waking up in the middle of the night. And you just had such a simple solution for me when the other doctors like told me something else, which, you know, I don't really go by um, too much of the Western, but um, it was literally such a gift. So please tell everybody what your journey of awakening was and how you became um, just introduced to Ayurvedic knowledge? Absolutely.
1: So I grew up in Houston, Texas to an Indian family, and we'd go to India every single year. And it was really beautiful because I lived in these two dichotomous worlds. In the West, everything was treated one way by my pediatrician. And every time I went to India, my grandma would just make me hinkapani, or she'd make me these little elixirs and teas, and and they were equally as effective. And so I just constantly lived in these worlds. I studied Christianity and Hinduism at the same time, education in one place and Sunday school in another. So I've just always lived in two worlds. And I got chronically sick in high school. I would get these chronic colds. Pediatrician would just consistently say, here's Augmentin, here's antibiotics. By college, I realized that the reason I was sick all the time was my gut health. I finally like, did enough research to understand. And I remember once I was in India, I was disastrously sick. They were going to hospitalize me, couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And we went to this doctor, Dr. Gupta, and he's like, here's your prescription. And it had 12 medications on it. And I had this voice that just came screaming out of me that was like, no, no, we're not doing this anymore. This is not working. None of this is working. We have to try a different way. And so I looked at him and I said, please explain to me what you're about to give me. And I was like, I'm not doing any of it. And you need to drop that antibiotic down a couple of notches. We don't need to explode my gut. And you haven't even talked to me about a probiotic. So I looked at my parents and I said, enough is enough. We are in the land of yoga and Ayurveda, and we have Mm -hmm. not looked around. This is ridiculous. And so we went on this journey. My parents, thankfully, were successful, but somewhat burnt out entrepreneurs at the time at that point in their career. (laughs) And so they humored me and we went from South India to North India. We went to every detox center. We let them do everything to us. I had all these gurus who I got to go sit at their feet and just absorb the knowledge. And as I sat there, I was like, wow, I didn't have to go through that health journey. Could have kept my gut health and had an immune system this whole time. And well, you guys are carrying golden nuggets, like you've treasured chests of gold sitting here in India, and you just are not marketing this right. You are not sharing this wisdom in a palatable way that's simplistic enough that people can just use it. And that's where I come in. My brain is very good at synthesizing large volumes of data and then figuring out from it what is that thing that each person needs. And so that was really my journey. And once I discovered Ayurveda, I was like, that's it. Everyone has to know this. Everyone has to understand it. So I did my master's in it. I did my PhD in it. And now I'm just a evangelist
0: of this way of life. No, that's, that's amazing. What is it, What You did your master's in Ayurveda? Yeah. So I did my master's in Ayurvedic sciences. And then for my
1: PhD, I had learned mm-hmm. in herbology class about all the spices And I was like, wow, the super spices of Ayurveda are really the superfoods that here in the West, we don't use, we don't reach into that toolkit. And when I learned that turmeric was just that powerful, I had known it, but it's kind of like like Ayurveda laughs at everyone because we're like, if you had known the whole time what turmeric could do, you would have used it that much more. Um, And so I fell in love with turmeric and I did my whole PhD dissertation on turmeric, the spice. So my family said, if you're going to say to everyone on earth that turmeric is the best thing since sliced bread, you should create something. So I embarked on this whole journey, creating a supplement line and a tea line, kind of really pulling those treasures from Ayurveda together in a
0: potent form that we can use. Segway to when I called you and I gave you my symptoms at that moment of time, you said, I have the perfect blend for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's the fun part. I get to sit there Mm -hmm. and and play with teas and herbs and and design things for a whole group of people. And then I
0: I get to see what that impact is and what it does in the body. Absolutely. So, For those that don't know what Ayurveda is, can you elaborate on that? Sure. I always forget to do that. So Ayurveda, Ayurveda is an
1: ancient system of medicine from India. It's an entire system of health and healing, and it encompasses detoxification, nutrition, herbology. It encompasses the circadian rhythm, the rhythm by which we live in tune with nature instead of against the rhythms of nature. It's so much about a way of life. It's a preventive way of life. And within it, we teach doshas, which are our individual mind-body constitutions. And we really teach you a way of life that's quite different than how you live now, but it can be integrated pretty easily. And once you do that, you're truly going to prevent inflammation, prevent all these things that are causing so many of the modern diseases that we suffer with.
0: Absolutely. Inflammation, for me, is synonymous to the word stress. Yeah. Just synonymous. Absolutely. And there are certain inflammatory foods, which you know, aren't spiritually or physically or nutritious, right? And if you put that into your body, it stresses out your body. Yes. So um, yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. It's also in terms of like circadian rhythm, how do those herbs that Ayurvedic herbs, and there's so many of them, right? There's like Thousands. Yeah. So how can you discern? I know this is an ancient science and this is like herbology and um, there's, there's a sacredness to this type of practice as well, you know, but how do you discern which goes with which? It's like this alchemy of Ayurveda.
1: Yeah, Ayurvedic alchemy is is my favorite thing to really tune into because mm-hmm. each person is so individual. We are bio individual. We need personalized medicine now more than ever. I mean, so much of my research has been around how can we fuse functional medicine with Ayurvedic medicine because each one alone isn't really enough right now. But when you fuse them, you've got that perfect mixture of diagnostic and factual data on what's going on inside the body. And then you've got the Ayurvedic tools to pair with it. And then you can measure the results. I'm very much into showing people that we can measure what's going on. And we can also measure that we won at the battle or at the health journey. Um, And so when it comes to reaching into Ayurvedic herbs I think we have like our favorites that we know work successfully across the board like ashwagandha, powerful adaptogen, 95% of people can probably benefit from it. Same with turmeric, same with ginger. Um, So it's really about pulling those together in a way that Mm -hmm. will support most people. And then from there, if I have someone who's individual who's like, okay, it's menopause, I'm suffering. Okay. We have the ones that are most successful. We have Shatavari. We have Tulsi. What is is Shatavari?
0: You, You said it before. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, shatavari, which, prob- which I probably have taken it, but I don't, I don't, I probably didn't even know. Yeah, so in IRV, we love
1: to synergistically blend the herbs together to create that symphony of results for people. And Shet mm-hmm. the Buddy is like the queen of adaptogenic herbs for female reproductive organs. So when I had a whole crew of people complaining to me about menopause symptoms, they were like, "I'm having these night flashes. I'm having hot flashes." Night sweats, all the things, what do you have for that? I put together shattavati, three types of thulsi, and put it together in a tea. And it's been so supportive because these herbs work. They're Ayurvedic, they're ancient. They've been around for thousands of years. We know them to work beautifully. And for me, I like to bring them together in a synergistic way. Put it in a tea where it's easy. You can just have your cup of tea twice a day. You get your support, and then you can keep moving. So to me, whether I put it in a supplement or a tea, I'm always trying to see how can I give it in the right potent form to drive a a big result in the body. And then if you're one of those people who has um, an intuitive ability to kind of tune into what works with you, then we Mm -hmm. can have that conversation of building a pharmacy instead of a pharmacy of drugs that's f a r m like a natural pharmacy in our home i call it like a mindful medicine chest could we all have this you know chest of herbs and tinctures and teas and supplements in our home where if we feel a little something we can just reach into there it can have essential oils as well so we have such mm-hmm. power to build the toolkit at home that we need so that we are our own healthy pharmacist in a sense, who can pull together the things that work for our bodies and keep us the most balanced that we can be.
0: Using what nature has given us exactly from birth. Exactly, for centuries. Could any harm be done if it's a wrong herb? You know, of course, of course, every body is
1: different. But what I have seen is there's so many herbs it's like if you use basil, do you think anyone really has a basil allergy or issue? 99% of people don't. Yes, there will always be that one or 0.01% of people. So it just depends. Like I meet some people who are allergic to black pepper. And that to me is shocking. As an Indian, I consume so much pepper every single day, all day. (laughs) I'm a bit that dosha, I want to consume everything burning hot and spicy. But you know, each of us has our little nuances. But I would say 90% 5 to 99% of the time, the major herbs and spices we're reaching into are fine for the majority of us. They're, they're plant-based medicine, they're
0: food. So, right. And how long does someone have to take it in order for then it to metabolize in the body for you to feel good? Like I take triphal at night. I take ashwagandha during the day. So these are, these are certain herbs, um, the, there is a certain mushroom also that i take i i don't know the name of it and i um I to, i'll tell you that afterwards um but that also like helped with certain inflammatory issues that my that the body i won't even i won't even like own it that the body was going through sure. and i for for me it took i want to say a few months, I felt the effect immediately, but it took a few months for it to kind of like, for me to feel stable. And what I realized as well is that it gave me clarity in the mind afterwards as the gut clears. Yes. it's wild. Hello, beautiful angel. So I just wanted for you to take a moment to pause and just take a deep breath in And exhale. And just tune into the awareness, the space that's right in between the inhale and exhale. And allow your beautiful soul to listen to the voice that's inside your heart. For it always, always knows the truth. It always knows the way back home to you. It's the GPS of your eternal, your vibrant light. So beautiful soul, let me ask you a question. Like, have you ever felt disconnected to what was in your 3D world, what appears to be your 3D world and what you know is your potential? And if you have, like, did you ever have this aha moment, this spiritual awakening and then ask, oh my God, what do I do with it now? So if you have been seeking a deeper meaning to your life's purpose or soul guidance, or want to know the signs and what they mean and how to navigate through from this moment on, then I have the perfect place for you. And this is called the Soul Star Community. This is something where I, this has been my my dream of mine for so long because truly in the past few years, as the entire globe shifted, Like, don't you feel that now, like we're in this accelerated version of Earth School and we need to constantly adjust and process all of our experience in like this rapid pace, like all these life lessons into like a total brand new rebirth, which is happening every single moment. It's not just every year on our birthday. It seems like it's every day. You're not the same person you were yesterday. So this brand new rebirth is actually happening worldwide. You know, this has been quite the journey and we're evolving. We're truly evolving into the real us. And throughout my own life's journey, I've experienced numerous rebirths and incredible miracles that were Accompanied by the divine, of course, like quantum healings of my own, my own family members and the tens of thousands of clients that I have had the honor of facilitating healings. So through the past few years, I have awakened more and more, like even more than I thought I could even imagine to the core of who I truly am. And I know from this moment on, as I took a vow that for the new, continuous, spiritually evolving me, that whatever role or energy that I surround myself with, it will only be one that is congruent to what my heart feels right. It's all about purposeful living and about surrounding myself with the right vibe, with the right beautiful community. And I just wanted to take a minute to invite you to this Perfect nurturing space that I have created. It's called the Soul Star Membership. So this is a private VIP exclusive community for you angels that listen to the podcast, you know, that have followed me on the gram and that have been with me for quite some time. So even if this is your first time tuning in and your heart's resonating with what the pod is about, what my vibration is all about, what this whole entire message is, then check it out. Because every single month, the way that it's going to be structured is I'm going to be channeling in the energy transmission, the energy forecast of the month. And if you tune in live, you get an energy healing as well. So even if you don't show up live, don't even worry about it. It's going to be everything is recorded on your portal. You have tons of meditations. We have incredible speakers and master classes, beautiful transmissions and channelings of the month. Like you're going to receive the most beautiful, beautiful PDF books every single month that you can grow and evolve with. It's basically like having your own measurable spiritual action plan. Like there's a coach, a spiritual angel that is right by your side as you are in this like beautiful membership. It's an incredible community that is global. And I've been in this realm of work over 20 years professionally, which is wild to me. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. And throughout the two decades of my professional experience as um, an energetic healer and um, the four Clares, I honestly have met the most incredible human, galactic souls, truly. And they're all part of the community. So I invite you to join in and to be a part of this beautiful community. There are people from all over the world. So just check it out. It's You can find me at Janet Namaste slash Soul Star. And for you loyal listeners of the pod, just type in the code JNPOD for an additional 10% off the membership. Your heart, your soul, And the beautiful people that you're going to be surrounded with will 100% be grateful for the choice that you made. So I am looking forward to meeting you, beautiful being.
1: Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's a very big concept out of Ayurveda. It's like a key concept. We teach about the digestive fire and how there's this fire Mm -hmm. in the digestive system, right in the gut. And that fire, is what's going to be our metabolism that's going to help us digest and absorb and assimilate all the nutrients from food and what's cool is modern science is publishing and proving everything that we've taught in ayurveda and so gut brain connection gut brain axis, the fact that the gut lining is where the majority of our immune system rides and resides yes this is such yes. a powerful science so us honoring our gut and healing it with simple natural herbs is really just us bringing it back to homeostasis. Then we can build it back to its highest and best strength. And then, of course, the brain is going to work better. Our energy is going to work better. Every cell in the body will be more supported because it'll be absorbing the nutrition better from what we're eating. So there's so much power in building herbal formulas or you know playing with the different herbs where our body gets support Our body gets to get back to homeostasis and it's healthiest, and then it's going to function at its best. So that's always my goal is to show people, if you know your dosha and you understand how to balance all past health conditions, you should be able to go forward independent and feeling your best. Like I feel better with each decade. I don't feel worse with each decade. And a lot of people complain. They say, gosh, I'm aging. I've got brain fog. I'm fatigued. I've got joint pain. I wake up achy and stiff. And I'm like, guys, this is not mm-hmm. aging. This is inflammation. So this is yes. aging. Yes. This is just inflammation. And you should- I love that dinner. word. yeah. It's a powerful word because we're blaming aging when in fact it's just inflammation running rampant. And so our yes. job is invest in gut health, invest in the foods we eat. Like you said, cut those inflammatory foods that are pretty poisonous to the system. And all of a sudden, we'll be vibrant again. And Ayurveda is about mind, body, spirit alignment. So we have to get the body back to homeostasis so the mind is clear. So we have that best and purest spiritual
0: connection. It's all tied together. Besides cutting the food that isn't that is nutritious, how about cutting the people <laughs> that are nutritious as well? Because True. that also the ones that you can causes and is a catalyst of certain inflammatory markers as well as the way that we go through certain outside stresses. Some things we can avoid, right? Or That and other things are very close to home and can affect cortisol levels, then thereby the next step is causing all of these ANA stuff and inflammatory markers that a lot of people have. Because what I realized also, Shivani, Mm -hmm. is that one out of, I mean, I'm completely like making up one out of three. I don't know why I'm saying that, but one out of three, Clients that I that I speak to, or that I do sessions on, and I've done thousands upon thousands and thousands of readings. I've been doing this for twenty years, and I read the field, and I read inside, like the body, in a sense. One out of three, if not sometimes two out of three, has inflammation in the body, and has been quote unquote diagnosed with like, um, basically an autoimmune type of right here in the United States. Yep. More than I feel my European, the European clients that I work with, the Eastern clients that I work with it's here in the United States. Why do you think that? I think we are at
1: battle with ourselves on so many levels energetically uh with our consumption of social media constantly being presented with everyone's best and we're energetically in competition yeah. with it emotionally like you said sometimes we're not holding good boundaries with family friends and associates or in our work uh food certainly has a piece in that but also health and well-being is not just food it's exercise it's movement it's our relationship to the sun it's circadian rhythm it's how we consume what we eat all day. Ayurveda teaches us more about how to eat than necessarily what we eat. And that's a pretty powerful statement because if we're just going to, you know, chug yes. our beverages and foods unconsciously all day, we're we're basically poisoning the system constantly and never detoxing it out and never nourishing ourselves. And so i see autoimmune as rampant, but i do think that if we just learned the ayurvedic self-care rituals, ayurvedic circadian rhythm, we could turn off so much of these autoimmune type battles that the body is having and then we could just step forward in our best health. And I've done that. I had an autoimmune condition. I was like, nope, we're not doing that. I don't take on those labels. Me too. Me too. I I'm, I'm happy to address an issue that comes up, but there's no reason to accept that as like a sentencing that we have to live with. Instead, let's look at, okay, where are my behaviors not in alignment? Let me make some behavioral changes and let's release
0: that. Absolutely. So let's rewind for one moment. Um, Before we get into the circadian rhythm of Ayurveda, can we go into the core of individualized, personalized programs and how you go about that? With the doshas and what are the different types of doshas? How does one find, you know, what specific dosha they are? Sure. So on my website,
1: I put a dosha quiz because everyone's always curious. It's like any yes. self quiz that we take to understand ourselves better. Um, mm-hmm. So I put that there at shivanigupta.com. So anyone can go and take it. And a lot of people will reach out to me and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you understand me so well. How do you know all this? I'm like, it's not me. This is Ayurvedic wisdom. Ayurveda Mm -hmm. taught us that using the five elements, we are all comprised of these five elements from earth and those elements make up the doshas. And so a vata person, people in the West pronounce it vata, a vata person is air and ether. A pitta person is fire with some water. And then a kapha person is earth with water. And so thinking about those elements, if each of us falls into one of those buckets primarily, and then we have a secondary dosha, although we carry elements of all three. um, I'll take pitta as the first example. A pitta person is going to be fiery. They're going to be ambitious. They're going to be a go-getter. It's someone who wants to go out there and accomplish a lot. They're always on fire. Their mind is on fire. They're creators. But does have their downfalls. Bittas can overheat, burn out. They can explode because they're always ignited. They're kind of like a volcano. If they're not managed well, they will explode upon the people closest to them and sabotage all their own relationships and or they'll burn out in their work. So does have their own protocol to stay in balance and stay cool, calm, and collected. A Vata person is more air ether. So that's your thin and wiry crew. They're um, Energizer bunnies. They can go all day without eating. They can survive on like juice and nuts. And I always laugh. I'm not a Vata, but I, I wish I had that appetite. I have a Bitta appetite. Like I have to eat. Uh, I have like that hunger. Um, but the Vata crew is the artists. They're the creatives. They are running from project to project, but they also have a tendency to not finish things. And then they look like flakes. When in fact, their creative Mm. mind just moves a mile a minute. So you can't blame the vata. The vata has poor sleep, poor digestion at times. So they need a whole level of support to really ground them and hold them to earth more, building more routine and ritual, which is hard for them. But then they stay more balanced and they're able to finish their goals, cross their finish lines and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then you have the guffa crew. Guffa crew is strong, of the earth, big boned, have more round features. They have a very loyal, giving, nurturing, Mother Earth type personality. And so gaffas can be blamed sometimes for being lazy or lethargic when in fact they are just one thing at a time people but they're that turtle they cross their finish lines so supporting gaffa by really inspiring them to move and eating certain foods that are lighter can help them feel more balanced and like they're able to compete in this world that's expecting kind of the the pitta dosha energy out of everybody which is a little totally. bit totally
0: yeah Pizza dosha magnified, absolutely. Yeah, you know, Wow, what do you think I am? I think you're a pitta. I think you're a pitta vata, or you're a vata pitta. I'm a Pitta. Yep, I'm a. I'm a papa. I'm a. That's exa- I'm a pitta vata. Yes, yeah. that's, that's yeah. Even that's though definitely.
1: your body would say you're more vata, your energy yes. holds as more pitta.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I and love like, I, I love doing that. I love meeting people and knowing like I can tell immediately usually what their dosha is and what their secondary dosha is, and then I'm like I also know what's going on with you and I know the best way to balance it.
0: <laughs> oh my god! But it's great because I I know that when I eat certain foods, um, they are certain foods are ca- characterized also in the in those in those doshas as well. Yes. And when I was um, younger in my twenties anytime. And I love peaches. I love peaches, but peaches is a box of food, right? It's like, so when I would eat peaches, it would be the same type of, um, effect as if I had a cup of coffee and I would be wired. And it's that time. So I, so I knew, um, I actually met my Ayurvedic, um, teacher in my early thirties, I think. I just had given birth to my second, to Mikey, and I was like 31. So I met him like I was 31, 32 years old. And it was, even though with the two children, I was still like trying to have, you know, what that dosha is, you're, you're born with that dosha, just like that individual Correct. like Dharma that we have, we're born with it. It isn't something that you grow into, right? Correct. Yeah. So he was helping me during that time of because my children are more, they were because they appear to be kafa, but they are so not kafa. They're both vata, even their mind, you know, even their mind. So he was giving me, he said, you have to get, you have to stop eating the peaches. You need some, you need to eat oatmeal. And I'm like, oatmeal. I don't eat oatmeal and just that tiny 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 tweak of mm-hmm. having oatmeal in the morning i was able to finish tasks finish tasks right. that was unbelievable and now i, I would be that, that
1: to be that simplistically magical and that's what i love about it
0: you can yes. do one
1: thing One thing, and all of a sudden life changes. One thing, like the timing of your eating, the timing of your sleep, the one food you add to your life, like one self-care ritual. It doesn't (laughs) have to be overly complex. That's so cool.
0: Really cool. But tell me, what are some aspects of Ayurveda that you wish that people would know?
1: You know, I think Ayurveda is so much of a, It's a powerful science that you can leverage in different ways through the different like decades of your life. So for example, you were talking about how I'm entering a new phase with my health and all of a sudden I'm having to pay attention to it and make adjustments. Every Mm -hmm. decade, we're going to have to make adjustments. Why are we assuming that we should all feel like we did in our twenties? Yeah, we can have that level of energy. I want to, I want to. (laughs) I want the energy. I want the clarity. (laughs) But I can also acknowledge that the body is going through some years, like it's going through something. So if I can adjust to it with sympathy and love, then I can continue to have that energy that I crave. And what I've discovered for myself is I've been using the Ayurvedic lifestyle, living this since my 20s. I'm now in my 40s, so 20 years in. I am having to make some shifts in how I exercise, how intensely I put myself through things at the gym, if I want to maintain my energy level for this kind of work for teaching. But the clearer our gut health is, the clearer our chakras are, the clearer our mental and emotional health is, because we have this powerful, cleared up gut health, then the clearer the channel is. And that's really a a powerful understanding that I wouldn't have had 20 years ago, but I can have it now that as we want our intuition to be so clear in guiding us, as we want that voice to tell us truth from the inside, my channel is that much clearer because every other impediment is out of the way because health is just awesome. Inflammation is gone metabolism is churning and burning beautifully. I don't have to worry about my body. My mind is clear and joyful. I don't have like impediments in my mind. The whole connection is clearer. And so now I'm finally entering like a golden year. Everything I want is happening. I literally I'm like, okay, I want everything magnetized to me, all the seeds I have planted. And then it just comes. And so I really would love that. People understood that Ayurveda is not just the self-care rituals or the gut health or the doshas. It's the combination of those brought together to give you the treasure chest.
0: And then you get to go take it where you want to go, which is cool. It's beautiful. It's like this inversion technique. It's from the inside out. You're creating your exterior by the clarity of the balance of the mind, body, spirit. And it just, that vibration just kind of like, it has this ripple effect it's yeah. it's and and you get and not even just a ripple effect it feels like it's almost like an expansion that you then get to see all those other aspects of life it's being in the now right being in the now that's enjoying living yeah. exactly and and i have to say yeah. life is that much
1: more delicious Like life, if you're so present to it and you have the ability Mm -hmm. to practice presence at that level, then, you know what, yes, we're working towards abundance. We're working towards whatever our individual goals are. But I find that, especially as a Pitta Dosha, I'm working on my race towards whatever I'm working towards. but I'm that much more present and able to like chomp into the peach of joy that life is at a different level than ever before.
0: Which is cool. Absolutely. So why is circadian rhythm so important? I mean, being married to um, a husband who has traveled, maybe like he was always traveling, maybe six months out of the year, not consecutive, but he was always in different parts of the world. He was in Asia and Italy and whatever. And when he would come to the States, like it was always, um, he never knew what time zone he you know he was in, and I have to say it really affected his gut health, you sure. know it did um he couldn't, and even though he's all he's very vata um, it was very difficult to the only time and I think he really was able to center down was when we had a global shutdown, and sure. then all of a sudden that not so elegant interruption or something that perhaps us as a collective needed to wake up, he realized, "Oh wow, my my internal and my external was so out of whack, and there was like, um, bro- like there were broken parts of the circuitry." Sure. And I real, you know, he didn't realize that it was almost like a slowing aging process in that sense. So this is what happens in my life on a personal, in his life, in his of what I saw that that was my gut feeling. I said, my God, his circadian rhythm is all over the place. But can you explain this in scientific terms of why it's so important to maintain harmony and balance and how those two are correlated with Ayurvedic science? Absolutely. So Ayurveda always taught
1: us that nature and mother nature is what we came from and what we're going to go back to. And so if we are born of Mother Nature, our job as beings Mm -hmm. on Earth is to be in resonance and harmony with nature. And more and more people are hearing about the Schumann resonance, these resonances and these frequencies that exist on this planet. And our ideal state of being for us to be in an alpha state is to be at that frequency. And yet there are so many things that will pull us out of being in that frequency and in the right harmony. Some things like our cell phones, our cell phones will do that. The EMF that comes at us from all the devices, from the Wi-Fi and the printers and everything that we have. Um, Another is the fact that we're never grounding. We're never walking on mother earth barefoot to connect with her. Another is that we live in boxes. My office is in a box, it's in a building. My house is a box. So if we're always inside of boxes, We're never connecting to the sun, to the moon, to mother earth. And so circadian rhythm is a concept where we have chronobiology. Every cell of our body is tied to the sun and moon and nature's rhythms. In the past, we would always rise with the sun, do our work for the day, a lot of it outdoors. So we would be receiving the sun and the signals of the day. We would be exerting ourselves physically. So we'd be creating that sleep pressure. And then by the time we reached nighttime, once it was dark, we would release all the work from the day. We wouldn't be on devices. And all of a sudden we'd go to sleep on time with the rhythms of nature and the the moon, the the cycles could clear us at night. So we were rejuvenated. Our cells were cleared, the lymphatic system, the glymphatic system properly. The Problem is we're doing the opposite. We are on blue light devices. We're on them right until we go to bed. We're not honoring bedtime as the most important health habit we have. We're not sleeping 10 to two according to the circadian clock. So there's a couple of tips there. Just sleeping 10 to two doubles the power of your sleep to rejuvenate you and clean and clear all
0: inflammation and our lymphatic system. What That's do you mean 10 to point. two? What what does that mean? Like 10, 10 p.m. Two, to 2 a.m. And what get up at 2 a.m.
1: or no, no, no. <laughs> keep sleeping. Like, so like go to sleep okay. by 10 p.m. Honor 10 p.m. as a sacred yes. bedtime to give yourself okay. the highest and best good because Pitta is highest in the sky from 10 to two. So we have the power of our Pitta dosha at that time. To clean, to clear. to the, it's, I literally think of it as little garbage trucks that come out at night and they clear our mind and they clear our heart and they clear our digestive system. And all the toxins and pollutants and negative thoughts and feelings from the day are all collected and then evacuated in the morning. But if we don't give ourselves 10 to 2, if we stay up till 11, 12, 1 because we say we're night owls, all of a sudden you're giving up your body. So true. Down-slot to clear inflammation, and to clear anything out of the body. And so really a big part of my job is showing people how to use Ayurvedic sleep rituals, sleep hygiene habits, and tools to really invest in higher quality deep sleep. And then, of course, sleeping till two till six would be ideal. Get your seven, eight, or nine hours based on your dosha and what your body needs individually. And when you rise, then we have that opportunity to do the Ayurvedic self-care rituals, we have an opportunity to get out in the sun and immediately align our circadian rhythm to the sun and then begin our day. And a lot of times I fix people's sleep problems through exercise. So I'm like, you guys need to work more. You need to, you need to be a little more active. Move you your to- body. Yeah, you have to move the body. Again, harmony, rhythm. So the whole day, if you lead your life in rhythm, your whole yeah. life will change. Because all of a sudden, you are working with nature. She is supporting you. You're not working against nature, which is
0: an uphill battle and causes dis-ease. That is so true. You know, um, speaking to into the Schumann resonance, for those that, that, that don't know, I'll explain a little bit about that. The Schumann resonance is... The earth's heartbeat. That's Gaia's heartbeat. Gaia is the energy inside this beautiful planet that we live on, that we're inhabiting on, that isn't really or truly our home, but it's a place where we're here that we must respect because this is our home at this moment in time. And this Schumann resonance, we are vibrational beings. It resonates at 7.83, right? It's 7.83 megahertz, right? Yes. Like that type of. And that is equivalent to the energy of where we are when we're in that alpha state. The alpha brainwave state is where, as a hypnotherapist, is, is when we are in high beta, which is like probably a lot of pizzas are like beta, 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 right? We're alert, we're awake. When we're about to go to sleep, right? This is part of the circadian um, rhythm as well there are certain hormonal um, shifts that happen, right? With the cortisol, you can yes. help me with that. Like what happens with our the, those levels?
1: Well, we release melatonin. So our job melatonin. From six to 10 is to ease into bedtime so that at 10, uh-huh. that melatonin release will support us to go to sleep and
0: stay asleep through the night. Very interesting. It's like almost like a baby that if you miss that window in a sense, Suddenly that's the witching hour because we exactly. missed. Yeah. Oh my God. So that's the same thing with us. So the, the, the Schumann resonance is as, as vibrational beings, that alpha state, when the resonance of mother earth that rises, we feel this on a collective, you know, there is You're. I think you're muted. Um, there you go. Um, we feel this on a collective and recently because the whole entire world is going through an ascension process globally. Um, The Schumann resonance is rising and rising and rising and rising. Like it, it, it's, I think one day it went up to 79. I think that was on July 7th, like something crazy, really, really high. And at that moment I was getting, I was getting so many emergency session emails of people that were feeling like high anxiety. How, how, as an Ayurvedic practitioner, as a as a doctor of Ayur, Ayurveda, how do you manage people's dosha in conjunction with the Schumann resonance? When sometimes, right now, it's just a very—I don't want to say wacky time. Like wacky seems like that there's something wrong, but it seems like we're going through an ascension process, so it, it's affecting our physical beingness as well. Yeah. I'm seeing
1: it a lot because in my own self, I'm seeing so many fluctuations and, and I laugh because I'm like, what's happening? Like I hold ritual and rhythm as the primary way that I live my life. Mm. And so when I see these like uh, flexes happening, I'm like, oh, okay, what is that? Something must be happening. And I will just hold back that day and I I will constantly drop my schedule down if needed to accommodate what's happening. Because if if something is loud from the universe and I'm feeling it in my body and intuitively my intuition saying, don't do this or yes, do this, I listen. And I think that's the power of Ayurveda. Once you understand your dosha, once you understand your best Mm -hmm. circadian clock and rhythm to live by, once you have that mindful medicine chest of herbs and spices that you can kind of play with. I look at my supplement tray every day and I'm like, what am I taking today? This is what I need. And and my own intuition tells me very clearly. Same thing with food. We can use food as such a powerful tool, especially in relation to our doshas. So as a pitta, I will make like cold water splash of lemonade. And that's medicine to me. Mm-hmm. That is me cooling the the volcano down a couple notches so I can stay a balanced, kind <laughs> mother and manager of the household. So, you know, that, it's, it's interesting. That's a lot of tools. How old are your kids? My kids
0: are nine and 12. Yeah. So this is... <laughs> Definitely keep that supplementary there for a while because it's, you know, they're go they're gonna be going through their own changes as well. Do you Correct. um can kids supplement as well? Absolutely. Kids have the ability. I use
1: um, hinka pani, I'll make teas and tinctures. If I can't convince them mm-hmm. to take something, I just open my medical grade supplements onto my tray of food for them. And I'll say, mommy's going to feed you today. And then I will just make sure that they're probiotic, their turmeric and everything is scooped into the Indian food that I feed them. So to me, it's, it's a non-negotiable that we are consistently reducing inflammation and we're consistently building our probiotic health. But when the pandemic started, I literally sat there and I thought, what am I going to do? Like, how do I ensure that this time period doesn't leave a you know PTSD level mark on these children? And my intuition said, you need to move in nature every day. And so every day we went to the park, I made everyone take off their shoes and we walked in nature. And that one habit, I think above any other habit we did was the one that kept us healthy. I never got sick they, when they got sick, were over it in a day. Um, It was just, it was such a powerful way to unwind and then reweave the positive that was needed to hold us in our own energetic bubble away from the chaos. And so I still use that tool now. I say, you know what? We have to move in nature. Mother nature heals all.
0: Absolutely. And it's, you know, you were you're blessed that you live in a warmer environment. I live in New York. So (laughs) it wasn't, it wasn't so easy. Um, And my, my kids both being athletes, it was, it was so difficult because they have so much Vata energy. And when it was going inside, and they weren't able to let that out, outside to breathe in fresh oxygen, that was, um, that was detrimental on so many, on so many levels. Like, even though we have a treadmill and we have certain gym equipment, it's still not the same of being out there with fresh, um, with sun and oxygen and water and being on mother earth, you know, that's, um, you're a hundred percent, right. So tell us a little bit about the products that you have and, um, what is it like? Tinctures and aromatherapy. Like I, I want, I want to learn more all about those those type of products and how it can benefit us and how can how one can even like be in contact with you to get them.
1: Sure. So about seven years ago, I created Fusionary Formulas, and my goal there was. Can I create a turmeric formula that's so potent that all of orthopedic medicine, rheumatologies, all these professions that are giving us NSAIDs and different solutions could actually reach into Ayurvedic medicine and give us Ayurvedic solutions? And so that's what I built. And so I'm constantly pushing for more clinical science, more published science around curcumin when it's given in the right potency and the right form and the impact it can have for joint pain, for inflammation, for autoimmune, for all these different issues that we struggle with. So I have a turmeric formula, I have an inflammation relief formula, and those are used by everyone who wants prevention or who wants to really stop inflammation in their systems. Then because sleep is so important for us to clear our inflammation, I created a sleep tea, deep sleep tea, deep sleep formula, which is a tincture, um, because I really want us to invest in having perfect sleep that lets us wake up rested and rejuvenated and healthy. But I also want that sleep to be the investment we make in clearing that inflammation and our brain being fueled and cleared for the next day. And then from there, I got a lot of requests for menopause, so I made a hormone rebalance tea, and that's become very popular. Next week or this week, we're launching gummies, which I wanted to create a D three K two. I wanted to create a B complex. So anytime I see an issue that's really affecting all of our community. I look for what are the herbs and solutions I can use to win. But what we're most known for is the turmeric formula. And I made a special code for your community
0: so people can find. Oh, thank you, Shivani. Thank you. What is that?
1: So people can visit fusionaryformulas.com and the code is Janet Namaste and they'll get 15% off.
0: Oh, that's so sweet of you. Thank you so much. We're going to put that in the show notes. We'll put awesome. down all your contact information and that that's very very generous of you. You know, thank you, thank you. But wow, we are just so grateful for all the knowledge that you shared with us today, and for for this. It's really a wealth of knowledge. Just when um, you think you know, there's always so much more than you can you could dive into. And we're just ever changing beings. Like maybe of what worked for us for a certain time. And now we just have to tweak it and utilizing Ayurveda. What I realized from my own personal is when I cleansed out the gut and body and removed the inflammation as intuitive as I am, um, I, I, you become even more, um, dis, your, your intuition becomes more in discernment with what it is that your body, your body is telling you something, you listen and you're taking action. And that, for me, is one of the gifts that Ayurveda has given me as well, and a, a chance to be forgiving when I go from zero to a hundred, like a Tasmanian devil. That's just like <laughs> my, my yes. nickname. What my husband calls me is Infernando, half in, inferno and half tornado, and then I just <laughs> crash, you know. But but Ayurveda is has been such a gift, and oh. um, and your knowledge as well. So. Thank you so much for what you do. And I hope to have you back on the show again and sharing more knowledge.
1: Definitely. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love the opportunity to share and, and it's an honor to enjoy your work as well.
0: So thank you. Thank you, my angel. Until next time, everyone. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you again, as always, for tuning in. Thank you for listening, for sharing your space, your time and your home or your car, wherever you're listening to this podcast on. It means the world to me. If this touched your heart, please do pay it forward. Share it with a friend. Leave a review because really that's the way that the world um, gets to know what Janet Namaste, the podcast, shares. And my goal really is to share speakers and experts from all over the world that inspired me. Whatever I know, whatever I love to learn I'll share those teachers with you, those beautiful, beautiful souls. That's what we're here on this planet Earth for anyway, right? It's for sharing our gifts. So without further ado, thank you. And if you are in the Florida region, check out JanetNamaste.com slash events. I'll be there in September. Otherwise, you can catch me sometime in New York or on the Soul Star. And until next time. Thank you so much. Love you and namaste.